Welcome back to episode number seven of Extraordinary Ministers Podcasts uh, with your hosts, Jeff and Ben. Um, And today, we have a very special guest with us. Very special because he is our boss, our new boss, Father Bob Basic, or would you like to go as Robert? Uh, Father Bob or Father Basic is fine. Thank you, Jeffrey. Yes, (laughs) Jeffrey. All right. We are very formal. Um, so thank you, Father Bob, for, for being here with us. Um, you've been a priest six years, correct? Correct. And um, you were at um, St. John and Davison for three years as, uh, as an associate pastor and uh, three years at St. Isidore as the pastor. Um, so we are grateful that and happy that you are here with us on the show, and we're looking forward to your ministry here at St. Gerard, and we're not just saying that because you're our boss. <laughs> um, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Um, so anyway, we just we just thought it would be a good opportunity for us all to get to know you a little bit um, as you start your ministry here at St. Gerard. So do you want to tell us just a little bit about yourself, Father Bob? Um, who is Father Bob? Maybe a short little life story of who you are. Sure, sure, sure. Well, thank start you Start from the much. beginning. <laughs> thank you very much for uh, having me here today. It's the exciting ministry you have here with Extraordinary Ministers podcast, or I would be an ordinary minister okay. podcast. Oh. But, um, <laughs> We're a little extra here. Yes, a little extra. <laughs> Just a little uh, bit. Well, yeah, I grew up in Jackson, Michigan. Uh, my uh, dad and a large part of my extended family still lives there. I went to Queen of the Miraculous Metal Parish. That's where I grew up and went to Catholic schools through high school, graduated from Lumen Christi, and, and then went off to Grand Valley where I got my degree in public and nonprofit administration and uh, then I worked for five years as a youth minister up there ooh, in the Diocese ooh, of ooh. Grand Rapids. Yeah, Gotta love a youth minister. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, during that time, I just uh, felt a call uh, more deeply to, to explore the possibility of priesthood. And, and uh, then entered seminary when I was a little bit older. I was 29 when I entered seminary. And I uh, spent six years at Sacred Heart in Detroit. I uh, had a wonderful experience there. And then uh, now I've been a priest for six years already. It's really hard to believe. Uh, so I have two sisters, uh, Therese and Dana, and their families. Uh, Therese lives in Williamston, Michigan, and Dana and her family live in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And so I like to uh, spend time with my nieces and my nephews and and uh, be able to get home and see my dad. My mom passed away uh, last September, so we're still dealing with that. Um, but, uh, that's that's me in a nutshell. Okay. Okay. Um, well, it, 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 how many nieces and nephews do you have? Oh, boy. Uh, math. One, two, three, four, <laughs> It's not four, my thing either. Five. Don't worry. <laughs> Is counting <laughs> considered math? Do you have to take your shoes off to count? That's how I do it sometimes. I have five nieces and nephews. The oldest is uh, studying law at the University of Michigan. Oh, wow. Go yeah, blue. And the, yes, and the youngest is... Um, entering a grade at in a grade. good, very specific. <laughs> They're going to school. Ah. <laughs> the best uncle around. <laughs> All right, no, awesome, awesome. Well, um, uh, a big question that's on our mind. So this is probably one of the penultimate questions that we have here, and I hope you're ready for this. And you right. can feel free not to answer to make enemies. Oh boy, I day mean, one. This, this is a pretty controversial question. Michigan. Or Michigan State. <laughs> or other. We can allow other. No, I there guess. are no other teams. Okay, all right. Especially not. Well, I think, um, I mean, I think hands down, without question, it can be safe to say that the best sports college in the state of Michigan is my alma mater, 
Grand Valley State University. <laughs> but that wasn't the question. <laughs> I I mean, my I sister I and brother would say, Laker up, or anchor up, anchor, anchor up. I think up. fire up, whatever the Mac schools are yeah. these days. Fire <laughs> up <laughs> is uh, Central. Chippewa. Yes, yeah. Yeah. that's I where know. I'm from. I have been asked that question since I was a youth minister, and I have said Grand Valley ever since. So you're okay. not going to get a another answer okay. out of me. And it is. He's our boss. We are not going to try to push <laughs> this question. <laughs> Go blue. Um, yes, definitely <laughs> Michigan. I think the answer was. So, oh, wait. wait okay. I didn't know you both were Michigan fans. Yes, oh, yeah. we are. Then I'm going to change my answer to Michigan State. You oh, can't, just no, you can't take it back now. <laughs> you already said Grand Valley. You so guys live in Grand Lansing. Grand Valley, Michigan, <laughs> yeah. I think is what he was going with. Yeah. I think Michigan If we wins. could move St. Gerard to Ann Arbor, we would. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's our new boss. Maybe he can just move the parish, right? We're still in the diocese. Yeah, I, I think he just said Michigan yeah. State. Oh, man. Um, okay, so let's you know try to get back on track. Um, so, Father Bob, what um, I guess if you could point to something or someone maybe – um, what encouraged you to go into the priesthood? Yeah, uh, it for me there was a, a long. God called me through a, a long nagging, if you will. Uh, I I felt the call to a priesthood from a, from the time I was very young, but I didn't talk to anybody about it. I didn't explore it any. I would uh, you know I'd think about it, maybe pray about it for a little bit, but then I just put it away. And that happened through grade school through through uh, middle school, high school, through college, and, and then, uh, um, you know, finally just this just kept being placed on my heart, and I was in my mid-20s, and I said, I need to give this some serious thought, or I'm going to wonder about it for the rest of my life, mm-hmm. and so I started to talk to people uh, at that time, um, now Bishop uh, um, Bishop Vinky, and um, some other people that were, were very influential in, in my discernment. And, and I said, you know, I just got to, I got to try this out seminary or I'm going to wonder about it um, forever. So I did. And I, I came to find that not only was God calling me be, to be a priest, but that I wanted to be a priest as well. And, and, and that's what uh, God created me to be. And so um, uh, just so many people over the, over the years that have uh, encouraged that and and inspired that within me. So I, I really couldn't put it down to one person. Nice. And although we're not necessarily all called to the priesthood, um, I think it's super important what you said is about we how we live out our faith is just to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you feel God calling you to something, um, in this case it was the priesthood, but, you know, we have those calling, we all have a calling, we need to be able to talk about that with our friends, with our Absolutely. family, with, um, you know, in your case, it was the vocations director, right, uh, Bishop Vinky formerly Monsignor Vinky, right? Um, so I just being willing and able to talk about that. Um, yeah, I think that's a very good point. Yep. And I, you talked a little bit about, like, you know, Father, uh, Bishop, now Bishop Vinky being inspiration. Um, but what was, like, your faith like, uh, faith life, excuse me, as a as a child growing up? Uh, talk to that end. Sure, yeah. I, I always had a strong sense of my faith from the time I was very, very young and— um, but it really wasn't until high school that my faith came alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was I attended the diocesan youth leadership camp, and uh, I, um, for the first time, I think, experienced church as something that was alive and active, and that something that I was a, a part of, mm-hmm. instead of something that I just attended. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that that sense of the church alive. Uh, Christ alive in his church really resonated with me and and so after high school my uh, my faith really or during high school excuse me my my faith life really started to, to blossom there. Nice. 
Yeah, I think it's always nice. I mean, one of the things that we do with youth ministry that we send teens to is the National Catholic Youth Conference. And the sheer number of people, there's yeah. it's a conference of 20,000 plus, just to see, like you were, you were saying, the church alive. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not only like joy-filled, it's like almost just gives you energy. Right. And I think that that's something that we all need to find those things that give us that energy for our faith. And I think you're experiencing the church on such a larger scale at that point. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times people's experience with the Catholic church is very local, mm-hmm. even though we are a global church, but you go to DYLC or NCYC and all of a sudden you're seeing stadiums filled yeah. of, of people like that. So your experience of, of, of the church is just so much more grandiose at that point. Yeah. So we're going to get into the most important question. <laughs> I thought you already, already asked, asked that. That was the penultimate, which is the next to the important. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mine was more sarcastic. What are the, oh. What are your hobbies? Oh. <laughs> what do you like to do for fun in your free time? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So I've always struggled with this question because I, I never. <laughs> I, I don't, don't th- do anything. I don't. I don't think I have the attention span for for many uh, hobbies. I've tried. Believe me, I've tried. I've okay. dabbled in a few things, and uh, but um, you know, if I get together with my friends, we'll, we might go golfing. We might go uh, hiking. I love to travel, uh, especially pilgrimages and uh, visiting holy sites, whether that be right here in in our area, or our state, or or abroad, um, and. Uh, Starting to learn how to cook a little nice, more, nice. and um, I love to uh, cook. what kind of what kind of stuff do you like to cook? Anything in particular? Uh, macaroni and cheese. Okay, <laughs> so like out of the box, hot <laughs> dogs. Oh, nice, good. Okay, do you have to put the hot dogs in the mac and cheese? No, no I haven't ventured like that far yet. No, no, I'm, I'm I love making pasta. Okay, uh, yeah, learning well, how to grill. Well, cook a steak and. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and you like yeah. golf? You said. Yes. Okay, well, good. I didn't. Yes, okay. I like it. Not necessarily I, I, good I, I, at I it. Didn't, I, no, I'm, I'm careful with my wording. You're good at golf. Yes, oh. I will. I will collect. Well, maybe that's something. I, I do collect golf balls because I tend to lose a lot of them. Okay. So, <laughs> so not necessarily to keep, but just to make sure you always yes. have some. Yeah. So when you grill a steak, is it medium rare or do you do it wrong? <laughs> you know, that's funny. You're growing up. My mom always always well done and yeah. so i didn't even know what meat tasted like until, <laughs> <laughs> until i was in college this doesn't taste like a shoe <laughs> yeah. this is amazing okay good all right well at least at least we got that my wife also like hers well done and i've thought about divorce a couple of times so well you know. okay <laughs> she already knows this this is, okay, not, right. this is not news elizabeth hopefully you're not listening all right <laughs> she listens very faithfully um yeah so if we talked a little about your hobbies, like we said, like uh, traveling and stuff. Uh, do you see do you see yourself doing anything differently? Like, if you weren't a priest, would you be a traveler? <laughs> would you be a travel agent? Would you be a professional golfer? <laughs> what would you do? Yeah, uh, it was that was sort of my route. One of the the ways in which God, uh, looking back, I can see now that God was leading me to the priesthood when I was at Grand Valley. I was really doing a lot of exploration of what I wanted to do for my life and. At that time, I was working for the YMCA in the summers, and and I just I f- fell in love with being a part of an organization that was driven by a mission, mm-hmm. and um, and so I I majored in uh, public and nonprofit administration, and uh, really had uh, aspirations of working for some type of mis- mission driven organization, and well, I happened to find the the organization with the the best mission, the, yeah. the church. So well, uh, it, it sounds there. like your major was like perfect yeah. for what you nonprofit administration. Wow, good. <laughs> ended up being a priest. That's awesome. Um, you know, I think you kind of mentioned it with, um, and I don't, you know, Bishop Vinky um, helped you discern the priesthood. But do you have any um, what you would call role models of faith? Like, yeah, 
Yeah, well, certainly there's some saints and some people in my life that have been really great models and examples for me or inspiring. Uh, but as as I you know, as I reflect on that question, I really just have to, to go with my parents yeah. and um, my extended family. You know, we weren't, they weren't, uh, um, I mean, we weren't, uh, I don't know what the right word is. We weren't, um, we were involved in things. They were involved in things, but we weren't, uh, you know, uh, uh, I, we need a dump button on here because I need to <laughs> no, lose in eight fine. seconds. You're but, fine. <laughs> uh, but I guess their, their example of their faithfulness and how important, especially Sunday Mass was, uh, mm-hmm. was so very, I mean, it was a non-negotiable for us. I mean, it was uh, just understood uh, too. So, yeah. And that over the years, I think that that just spoke, um, volumes to me uh, and you know their own involvement in the church and uh and that uh the importance of it um and that that really stuck with me and i think that that was you know a great gift that they they were able to instill in me and my sisters well it sounds like actions kind of spoke louder than they didn't necessarily have to say something as right well. yeah that's what i was saying we didn't like talk about faith a lot we i remember us praying as a family during some of the conflicts that the our country was in but you know that wasn't that wasn't uh, a predominant part of our f- of our family life, mm-hmm. but you know, grace before meals, simple things like that, um, uh, prayers before bed, and uh, a mass on 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 Sundays was was just sort of a part of our life, and 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 had an impact on me. And I think what you said, which you know, to tie a little bit about what Father John said a couple weeks ago, um, you both pointed to your parents, and for any fathers. And mothers out there that are listening, you know, this is, we have a huge responsibility, bigger than what we can probably understand because, you know, our our sons and our daughters are looking to us um, mm-hmm. through action and word. And I think, um, you know, how you live your life is noticed, even if it's not talked about, it's noticed. And I think that that's so big as we try to think about how to make our complicated faith a little bit more simple. Well, Live out, live it out. Don't yeah. necessarily just talk about it, but live it out, and it will be noticed. And how um, often do we notice that actions? It's very cliche, but actions always speak louder than mm-hmm. words. And I think you know what was it? Um, Maya Angelou who said like people aren't gonna remember what you said, but they remember how you made you feel. I'm pretty sure you said that in the first episode. Did I really? <laughs> I think well, you did. Hey, when you, know you got what? a good a quote. Great quote. Hey, when you got a, I got a good quote. He knows I like quotes. I'm yeah. a big fan. Yeah, yeah. So that I think that that mentality of uh, of the doing rather than just the saying because you gotta you gotta walk the walk and not just talk the talk and um and like we said, one of our missions here is to try and boil things down a little bit and you know make what might seem complicated make it more simple. Or uh, so, what are some habits? that you have created uh, that help you live your faith out every day, things that like you know, any Catholic could do, very, sure. you know, very user-friendly, so to yeah. speak. Well, well, that's a, a wonderful question, and I, I would like to think of them as habits, um, but they are struggles for me, uh, but I found that they're necessary struggles, mm-hmm. and that is to start just very simply to start and end each day uh, with, with prayer, with time bef- mm-hmm. with God. And, you know, obviously... The, the hecticness of life that always doesn't happen, but I try to the first first moments of my day to um, to make that a, t- a time where I can spend with God and in prayer and f- sort of find that inner peace and then just recall that throughout the day um, and then at the end of the day um, looking back on my on on that day and the the ways in which I responded 
positively to how God was calling me and the ways in which I didn't needed to, to ask for forgiveness. But those bookends in my life anyways have been very important. And you know, it can be an hour, it can be five minutes, it can be 10 minutes, but, but, yeah. but it just needs to, uh, for me, if that, if I'm not doing that, uh, my, my, my life's off balance. And I think that's so like, I, you know, I, I just really, that struck me the way that you said that because you know, it's all about a routine and it's all about, and that's, you know, we, we, we've been talking for weeks about the importance of making sure it's part of your everyday life. And that thing that, you know, the, the, the habits that you said, and very realistically, you said struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's okay. If a priest struggles with this stuff, it's okay mm-hmm. if you and I struggle mm-hmm. with this stuff, but you don't give up. You try to do it and it's booking it, booking your day at the beginning and at the end. And I think what you said is perfect. You know, what do you got going on in the day ahead? And then at the end, how did you, you know, succeed? How did you fail? And and asking God for um, strength in both of those ways. So I just, I think that that's something very practical that we can all do. Do you have, I guess, you know, you, you mentioned the bookends. Do you have a, a favorite way to pray? Like, you know, maybe sure. outside of that? Yeah, I mean, um, well, the as part of the priest prayer life is something called the liturgy of the hours, uh, where we pray through different Psalms throughout the day. And, uh, that again, as I first started doing that as a seminarian, it was something that just was, uh, uh, uh hard for me to get through and be, be, uh, uh faithful to, but mm-hmm. I've just found the Psalms really speak to me now. Uh, and it's just really interesting in, in ways in which different Psalms that you've read many times before can speak to s- the specific situations that, y- that you're in. And so I really love praying with the Psalms. Um, I love praying, uh, in, in beautiful, uh, in front of beautiful Catholic art that often would speak to me, whether that be, you know, in a church or even just looking at, uh, at images, um, just contemplating that beauty in art, that transcendence there is another way. So I think the Psalms and just the um, reflecting on Catholic mm-hmm. art and something that yeah. two different ways that I like to pray. Nice. And I think that that's something like, you know, it's okay. You can even find some of that Catholic art on the internet. Yeah. Like it doesn't have yeah. to be. Obviously, you know, we have a, a lot of nice, um, you know, um, images in our hallway down by the youth room of all different, um, you know, artwork of different times in Jesus's ministry, mm-hmm. um, whether it was towards the, the latter part where through his the Last Supper and, and um, the crucifixion, but also different times throughout his life. There's just artwork that I think speaks to us a little bit different. So I, I, I thought that that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree with you. Yeah. You can, you can get that on the internet, but there's just something that's so, so special about walking into, you know, a, a, a church or, uh, um, and, and, or even, you know, nature, but a church specifically and, 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 and encountering, this beauty that lifts us up to, to, to heaven. That's one of the, I love wherever I go is to be able to stop in different churches, whether, mm-hmm. you know, right here in our diocese or wherever I'm at, and just to offer a few prayers in, inside that, uh, that, uh, that space. We got, um, a couple of years ago, we got new stained glass windows, um, that were really nice. Those there's 12 windows. And, um, for the first six days of creation, there's two windows oh. per day. Um, very, um, just, I thought they were very beautiful. Um, and just obviously, you know, that artwork, but just, you know, it kind of brought it that, 
I, you know, our sense of creation alive mm-hmm. a little bit for sure. me a little bit more. So, um, but yeah, so, um, so we're almost done here. We want to thank you for your time with us today. We just got started. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Hey, well, um, Time flies when you're having fun with, with Jeff and Ben, apparently. <laughs> is it fun, though? Is that what we're really getting? Or is this kind of like a... I, I was know. having fun. Well, you know, it only matters what's on the inside, right? So um, do you have any favorite memories? That stand, like, you've been a priest for six years yeah. now. Do you have any favorite memories that stand out to you sure. uh, over the last six years? Yeah, yeah, that's... Besides a- coming to St. Gerard, obviously. <laughs> it's, oh, it's being a part of... Uh, for six years, you know, it's really not a long time... Uh, for a priest, but through those six years, it's, I remember when I at first entered seminary, uh, a priest friend of mine said, "Hold on for the ride of your life," and and you know that's really been been the case. And the being a priest brings you to people's moments when they're at the high highest, you know, weddings and baptisms, and then also at the lowest, uh, anointings of the sick and and uh, funerals and and counseling grief, and it's just uh, but just the, to be able to be a part of family's life at those moments has just been incredible but i do have to say world youth day in krakow poland was just mm. a phenomenal memory that i'll have with me for the for the rest of my life and just being so out in that open to field John davison is that where you yeah were? okay yeah with just millions of people uh and and, and pr- praying mass with the holy father just just something that i'll never forget and you know awesome. uh, i just Maybe. pray that we'll be able to do things like that again someday yeah yeah well and I, I, hopefully it sounds like hopefully things in in at least the u.s yeah. will turn in a good corner and um you know it still leaves a a, a year and some of you know a, a lot has happened over the last year or so but we're gonna get there we're gonna get there <laughs> with, with uh, great yeah uh, power no i don't know um but anyway um you know i just if if there's anything that we're, we're kind of done with our questions but if there was anything that you wanted to maybe say to the people of saint gerard um you know technically your first day is uh this thursday july 1st um and so is there anything that you are you know want to say to the people of saint gerard before you officially get here yeah so i'm i'm just very excited i i've loved my my time in Lanesburg and Ovid as the pastor there in the country. Um, but I just, I feel God's called me here. Uh, I have great respect for Father John Klein, and uh, he's been one of the those role models for me in my life. And uh, I am just uh, excited to see where the Holy Spirit uh, is going to lead. I ask for your prayers. I've been praying for you since I've got this assignment. And, and, and uh, I think that, that, uh, that we'll see, we'll see where the Holy Spirit leads us, and um, I'm excited to see what's ahead. Nice, wonderful. Well, thank you for being here and yes, and just helping you. us try to find ways to to live out our faith every day and and make what sometimes seems um, our faith kind of seems complicated at times. We just want to try to do what we can to make it a little more simple. Um, so, thank you for being here with us, Father Bob. Um, and um, we, we're just grateful for the, the ministry that's ahead of us in the coming years. So, And you can catch Father Bob this weekend as your first weekend, July uh, uh, 3rd and 4th. Um, I, won't I be think there, I have a wedding this weekend already. Oh, yeah. Oh, we do. Yes. Got to hit the ground running. Welcome. So if anybody, uh, well, well, everybody who's listening can catch Father Bob this weekend, July 3rd and the 4th. And um, you can catch the next episode of our podcast uh, in uh, two weeks here. We're going to talk about scripture and uh, how God speaks to us. So until then, peace out. Bye.